0: Yo, sit back, relax for your edumacation
1: Hakuna and Orifice are the new sensation
0: Saying dumb shit and talking queer media Famous
1: on Tyler Perry's social media
0: Just a couple of gem girls and we say what we please
1: Welcome to our world, the immortal frenemies
0: Greetings and salutations Welcome to the glorious union of depravity with insanity That is the gem girls, ne immortal frenemies Also known as the Charms Length Podcast And we need to because we are already Charm's length into the beloved 90s, (laughs) early 2000s, which Centric series Charmed. I am Hakuna Matidis, and on the day of my daughter's wedding, you jabronis ain't getting squat.
1: And I'm personally offended as an Italian. Uh,
0: Okay, well.
1: (laughs) I wrote it, it's all good.
0: And I'm Orifice
1: Jones. Someone old who didn't get you something new, but did deliver on the blue, with an uh, an EW, you know, like blue, like uh, like blowjobs, because I it. Uh, you know, I performed oral sex. Anyways, Got it. Uh, <laughs> wedding gifts and bells aside, except not really, because weddings will be the entire theme of this week's episode of the pod, which is all about Charmed season one episode six, the wedding from hell a rather fitting title, mm-hmm. because this is the episode given the accolade of worst of the entire series by executive producer Brad Pop the Kern, that is not his name, it's just, it's just Brad Pop. Kern, it's just Brad Kern, and better known, Pop the Kern! Yeah, better known <laughs> just as Brad Kern, uh, and he Pop said, the curds to feed the children. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Anyways, he said that in an interview for Charmed Magazine, um- a publication what? that <laughs> apparently exists according to Tyler Perry's Wikipedia.
0: Wow, okay, beautiful, beautiful sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, if that glowing review didn't get your cold feet a hell of a lot hotter. <laughs> cold feet, you know, like weddings. <laughs> I know, but like, <laughs> that was funny. Um, here's what's in store in this episode. According to IMDb, aka I Am The Bitch, Piper discovers a man who is being forced by evil beings to marry against his will, leading to a fight with a demonic wedding party. What they don't mention is the girl the guy is originally going to marry is literally the worst, and he was probably better off with a harpy witch beast demon thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, sorry. Her name is Hecate, which is truly Hecate. Well, Hecate.
1: that's how you say it, but in this fucking episode, they kept saying Hecate. Right. Which, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, okay, that's, okay. If I may just stray from this uh, intro for a second. Of course. Because the priest says Hecate. Does he? Right? He does. He says Hecate. He's like, you know, chanting that. Right, right. And that it's he- Hecate? Yeah. Anyway. I don't know where American. the- American. F- they can't pronounce names. I
1: guess, but I don't know where they got Hecate from, because like, I even just jujuled it, just to make sure. And I was like, no, it's Hecate. Uh, And it has been, like, literally since
0: ancient Greece. Wow. Since ancient Greece, people. I know. Um, Yeah, so Hecate is truly, truly an offense to our witch-loving ears. Exactly. So... Yeah, let's get into this episode. I don't know that I agree that it was like the worst one. I kind of had a good time with it.
1: It's funny. Like I think it's like so ridiculous that it's like a good time. Um I do agree that yeah, there are other episodes that are worse. This one gets yeah. this one gets a lot off of Camp Alone.
0: I mean, I just wonder what is rationale for saying that it was the worst one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like what what is it? Um I, I mean, there are certain, like, plot points that I felt were kind of sloppy, and we'll kind of get into it, um, but let's start at the beginning, where we meet Allison, she's a meek little blonde bitch with short hair, and- Listen, can we just, we already
1: established we hate Allison, right? Allison's the fucking worst.
0: Also, the actress is just not good. Not good, I, and I'm gonna say I it, care. I know
1: you can't say this about women very often, but mad shrill. She was, like, giving shrill energy. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's a shrill uh harpy. That's for fucking sure. That's for sure. Um so we meet them Elliot and Allison at the beginning. We learn here that um, they're getting married in the next week. Um Elliot is her husband to be. Um and Allison is, you know, feeling a little overwhelmed because she's so excited to get married, but like something might go wrong. Um which is Obvious foreshadowing, yeah, 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 yeah. The bitch
1: knew someone was up, and we get the impression that, um, Elliot's mom is like kind of an overbearing bitch because he's like, Oh, well, let's just yes. elope. And Allison's like, Oh, but what would your mother say? And he's like, I, don't know, I think she then appears and they say, Speak with the devil,
0: right? And, um, basically, yeah, the mom appears and she does prove herself to be overbearing important context is this family is very rich and powerful right. in San Francisco. Um so yeah, this bitch has money. She's wearing like big shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it's kind of hot, but she seems annoying as hell. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, the outfit's on point. Um and the mom is at first like, "Oh, get married as soon as possible." But then some bitch named Jade literally just appears. Um and it's one of those, like, oh, okay, the mom seems to know this person, but no one else seems to. And then she has a conversation with Jay, where Jay's like, yeah, I, you better let me marry your son, right?
0: Right, and not before there's a really intense eyeball moment where they have a stare-off. Exactly! Um, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seems pretty clear at this point that the mom has, like, made some sort of contract with, like, demonic forces or diabolical forces. Um, because the mom is shook... Jade, um, is, like, referring to some sort of deal that they had between them.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, I'm reading, like, the last bit of dialogue here. She ends by saying, don't worry, Elliot won't even know what you did until it's over. Which, <laughs> I, I mean, that could apply to a lot of things.
0: Right. Um, yeah, so... Basically, like, Jade does some shit with her hands or her eyes. I can't remember. She, like, you know, like, unleashes some power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um... Her womanhood. She's like, her womanhood. Uh, yeah. (laughs) That shit is evil (laughs) as fuck. (laughs) And she basically strikes him down. She's like, he's gonna have a change of heart. Like, does some, like, hocus-pocus shit, and he falls to the ground.
1: To which we get Allison screaming, like... Elliot, Elliot, help me, no! And it's just, it's a running gag. I mean, not gag, but it's a running uh, theme throughout the episode of Allison basically being helpless.
0: Right, and, like, actually doing, not actually doing anything to fight for the band that she apparently loves. Um, Loves his buddy, that's the show. Which is fine. I mean, like, honestly, Jade is hotter than Allison. She is. Like, if I were to see Jade... Who is like thousands of years old, sure. Is a, deme- a demon, sure. Sure. But like, as the mom says, she hasn't aged in 20 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, she's been around for thousands, so she knows her way around the block. You know what I mean?
0: Right? So, yeah, if I were Elliot, I would, like, hitch my wagon to the jade train.
1: Yeah, I mean, the jade train's pulling up, and it's looking mad enticing, mainly mainly because the Allison Express is, like, all de- dilapidated and <laughs> shitty.
0: Yeah, she's gone off the rails. Yeah, exactly. She is, oh, I, I
1: don't want to, I was going to mention, like, the train derailment in India, but that's too soon, right?
0: I guess so. Yeah. Is it too soon for anything? Like, while everyone thought that people were literally suffocating in a tube at the bottom of the ocean, everyone was laughing about it. It's
1: true. The world is such a, I don't know, (laughs) twisted (laughs) place. place. Yeah, very cruel.
0: It is. Um, But anyway, so one week later, we are at the Hallowell Manor. There's this whole scene of like Piper in the bathroom. It establishes this like running misconception that she's pregnant. Yes. In yes. in the show, because like she's in there hesitating about taking a pregnancy test. Um, Prue's knocking on the door, being like, bitch, get the fuck out. Like, I have an important thing to do at work. Like, I need to get ready. And then Phoebe coming up and like finding the pregnancy test in the trash. And Phoebe immediately assumes that Piper is pregnant. Right. And so, for one... With Jeremy's baby. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. She makes that connection real quick. Because she does have have a premonish. And she sees, like, a red child being birthed out of someone's womb. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I will say that uh, Phoebe is a real snoopy because, like... Well, okay, on both hands, Piper did not dispose of a pregnancy kit pregnancy test kit box very well she placed it like not even on top of the very top of the garbage it was like I don't know like floating above it was hard to miss um right and Phoebe's literally going through the garbage which is not good
0: right so I mean she just moved her eyeballs to the side and saw it so it's not like she snooped. that is what I don't what I don't understand is like why would you assume immediately first of all you don't know your sister's entire sex life right like sure, she did fuck a demon or a warlock named Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, Jerbear. Yeah, Jerbear. But seen him a, like a maybe, lot. yeah, he he dead or vanquished, right? Yeah, 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 he 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 vanquished. Um, but like maybe she got laid with some other guy too, right? Like you can't just assume that like. The only dick Piper is getting is that warlord dick. That is true. Warlock. I mean, I would, <laughs> I,
1: would prefer, I would prefer warlord over warlock dick. It's just, you know, they're a little bit more rough and tumble about it. Um, but, yeah. what I, you know, so this, I was looking up some, like, trivia or whatever. Anyways, um, this episode was originally, I think, supposed to be, like, the second or the third episode. Uh, but they saved it to be the sixth. Which would make more sense of Phoebe thinking that it would be Jeremy and Piper's baby because, like, not that much time really had passed.
0: Right, that's fair enough. Yeah, and there's like, there's um, some other like
1: little like thing-ma-jigs that are don't make like you know temporal sense.
0: Right. I think my other thing about Phoebe, like, in- immediately jumping to the assumption that she is pregnant, is the fact that she saw the box. She didn't see, like, a positive pregnancy also test. Also, right?
1: very true. Very, very true. But, to give the girl some credit,
0: she did have a
1: literal vision of the future of a demon baby being born. And it's hard not to have a correlation there when you pick up what you think is your sister's pregnancy test.
0: Right. It's true, but like as we've seen multiple times, Phoebe's premonitions are horrible. Yeah. And that's so Raven. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. It is so Raven
1: all the time.
0: (laughs) Like she doesn't have any control over her vision, she has no context for them, and she always makes draws the wrong conclusion. So it's almost like her premonitions are useless, and I would argue that in this episode, her premonition ended up being useless anyway because I don't think it helped them, like, come together and come to the conclusion about what was happening.
1: Yeah, I don't think it did either, really. Um, Prue did that. Yeah, Prue did that because she was basically like, Phoebe, what did you actually see? Uh, And then (laughs) pieced it together on her own from there. Uh, I guess you could maybe argue Phoebe seeing the premonition made her more willing to like be around Piper because she agrees to um, help cater this wedding that she's doing and lo and behold Piper's wedding that she has to cater is the um, Spencer wedding because the Spencer family Elliot Spencer the dude we talked about is mad rich and
0: uh, mm-hmm. Piper
1: has to do the wedding and this is another thing that uh, why this episode doesn't make sense like in terms of the show's timeline, because Piper says um, Chef Moore, like, just left. And I think we've already seen, in the past few episodes, Chef Moore had been gone already.
0: Right, it's true. So this family hired, yes, so this family hired Chef Moore in particular to cater their wedding, because he's, like, the best, or whatever. And, um... But the contract is with Quake. Right. So... There, there are some plot holes here, right? Because at the end, I'm just going to kind of. Yeah, jump around this. for it. Jump around. Not, yeah, jump I'm not, around. yeah, I'm going to jump around a little bit. <laughs>
1: jump up. Yeah, jump up, up and, and jump overneath. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so it seems like there was, the demons were in cahoots because there, there was. Uh, Prue is working on. Um, Like, an appraisal of a fertility icon. Right, right.
1: Because while Piper has this wedding to do, Prue has, like, this big auction coming up. Uh, So she's also stressed about work. And at work, they're cataloging all of the items. And the weird couple that Prue works with, what are their names again?
0: I... uh, Hannah... Hannah... And... Rex. I'm... Rex and Hannah... Something like that. Yeah, Hannah and Rex. Hannah and Rex. So... Again,
1: this is when I was reading the Charmed fandom wiki, which... You know what? I never thought I would say that. But anyways...
0: Tyler Perry's... Charmed,
1: Charmed wiki... Wick- uh, Okay, we'll, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, uh, they were saying this is the first episode where you get a true indication that um, Jeremy, or Rex, and Hannah are evil, and I was like, wait a second. I feel like they signaled that like from the get-go, but... They may have yeah. They may have a point where this is a this is like explicit like they have ties to dark forces because they're cataloging this fertility fertility idol and it's like the woman version the woman version the like it's a paired set so there's a, well, a female statue and a male statue mm-hmm. and they're cataloging the female one and Rex walks in and he's like oh no, no 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 this one I got a private buyer for like don't put it into like the auction catalog and yes. Prue is suspicious because she's like oh but it's a it's a paired item. Why don't you, why, why are we cataloging it? And Rex is just like, drop it. Don't worry about it. And we then learn that that, uh, fertility icon is for the wedding.
0: Right. But like on the other side of things, um, when, so I want to say like, this is why I'm saying that I feel like it's inconsistent about Chef Moore being the main reason that they were hired, that Quake was hired, because during that whole interaction with, uh, Prue doing research on uh, the fertility, whatever. And then Andy comes in with the dagger yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that the priest had. Because the priest goes to the wedding to, like... Murder a bitch. K- murder a bitch. Um, saying Hecate, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> And then I-, I can't remember if it's Rex or um, Hannah, but one of them is like, will she be at the wedding? Like, no, like, this is good. And Prue's like... I don't think it's a coincidence that like we were hi- you you were hired Piper to cater the wedding. Yes, yes.
1: But I think that's like a there are higher forces at work here and, you know, fate would have it uh, which I guess they, True, fair I guess they didn't have to include the chef more of it all what but they didn't know, I don't know, whatever, whatever.
0: So... Yeah, they could—they literally could have just hired Quake. They Exactly. Like, they exactly. didn't have to include the whole chef more, like, element at all to make it work. Like, they could have just said, oh, they've hired Quake to, to cater. Yeah, and to the head wedding. chef
1: got sick, so Piper has to do everything. Like, that would have been an easy fix. Um, right. So, to the... Back to the, like, the, I guess the straightforward plot of the episode. Because, yeah, we're at uh, Buckland's and... Prue has the fertility goddess scene. Piper appears... Not Piper. Phoebe appears there and tells Prue of the premonition that she had. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, you know... Um, well, actually, uh, Prue originally thinks that Phoebe is the one that's pregnant, which is kind of funny. Uh, also, making it seem like this would be sooner after she came back from New York. Because if it had been, like, two months, she would have known that she was pregnant. Anyways. Uh, right. So, Phoebe tells her the this, this situation. Prue is a little suspicious, but she says oh, I don't know, like, are you, are, if you're working with Piper, like, keep an eye on her.
0: Right. So there's a bunch of shit in this whole, like, part of the timeline that is really funny to me. So there's this discussion between Piper... No, Prue and Hannah about the fertility icon. And Hannah's like... I don't know. Prue's just babbling on about it sure. and, like, you know, whatever. And Hannah's like, well... I'm not the one whose biological clock is ticking.
1: Oh, I know, I know. (laughs) Hannah, I feel like, is played as a very, like, campy character.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't get a read on her, but, like, she and Prue always seem to have kind of, like, a relationship where they're always butting heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're, like, the
1: embodiment of, like, the toxic female rivalry where you know, the one woman has to put the other one down just to make her feel like she's getting ahead.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, and then another thing that I think is important to the plot here is that we learn what, you know, who Hecate is, although Orifice, I'm sure you already knew this. Yes, yes. So please sit down for your
1: edumacation. Um Because we learn that he- who Hecate is in this episode because there's a priest who attempts to murder the bride to be Her name is Jade Demon, which like if you're trying to tell people your name, <laughs> you're kinda trying to tell people you're not a demon, maybe your name shouldn't the last name shouldn't be Demon. But whatever.
0: Right. It's like Cruella DeVille. Exactly. You know?
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Gonna kill ya. You know? <laughs> uh, that's a good that's one. one. <laughs> anyway, so we learn so according to the lore of this episode Hecate, otherwise known as Hecati, depending on who you are, um, is <laughs> if you're a dumb bitch, yeah, if it's you're a Hecate. dumb bitch fucking brew. Um, she is, a, a, you know, a powerful demon. I think they actually do, or they say or mention or are read on the Charm Book of Pidea that uh, it's an upper level demon. This is the first time we're seeing an upper level demon, and every two hundred years, she comes. She is able to come back to Earth to birth a child, or she can only come to Earth if a child is born, like, in her name or something. I don't fucking know.
0: Mm.
1: I forget that part. Mm -hmm. But, which also makes no sense because if Hecate can only appear 200 years at a time, or in 200 year intervals, how did she make a deal with the mom, like, decades before? Right. Anyways.
0: And, uh, yeah, it's true, and also I'm curious to know, like, what the context of this deal was, and and why it was made. Yeah,
1: well, I seem to understand, cause I think Jade mentions, like, all of this is, like, you know, because of me, or, like, you could have gone... Dude, she has a line because the mom says to Jade, like, oh, you look exactly the same after 20 years. And Jade says, like, well, yeah, you could have had everlasting youth as well, but you wanted all these material things. So, she must have committed her firstborn son to
0: giving birth to a demon baby, I guess? Okay, but, like, is the mom like, part demon as well? No, like I what, think she, how did... Like, where did she even material... Is it, was she... Did the son become a target because of the wealth of the family?
1: No, I think the mom wanted to be wealthy, made a deal with the demon, and was like, okay, what do you want? This is what I want. Oh, I can give you that because I can abort the child. And that's what happened. Mm, mm. Um... I can
0: abort... She should have gotten an abortion. Exactly.
1: She should have aborted But, um... <laughs> uh... So, we learn who Hecate is because there's a, a a priest, we assume he's some sort of, part of some sort of order that is meant to, like, stave off Hecate's return, Jade being Hecate, I'm pretty sure, she's not an underling or whatever, and the priest tries to go murder her with an athame, um, you know, the, the gay word for ritual dagger, uh, and mm-hmm. Jade... <laughs> Makes quick work of this guy, you know, throws him out of a fucking uh, window or breaks his neck or something or one of her demon underlings kills him, and the cops obviously get involved and so we got our boy Andy Trudeau is on the case and mm-hmm. he asks Prue about the blade because he's like, oh yeah, you would probably know about this shit and that's when she uh, jugules, uh Hecate, otherwise known as Hikati, right. and Hikati. So Hikati, as I described, is a demon and fucking charmed. In the real world, Hecate is the like witch goddess of uh, like ancient Greek lore. Sometimes she's like a tripart moon goddess as well, depending. Uh, but she is like you know OG witch with maybe like Circe in the mix. I feel like her and Circe are held to similar regards, but Hecate is higher up.
0: Yeah, so interesting. <laughs> Didn't know any of that. Um, Tripart Moon Goddess. Does that mean like she's a like the goddess of three different like phases
1: of the moon? She's one aspect of uh, the moon's phases because it usually goes like you know like maiden, mother, crone kind of thing. Like the three fates. Mm. Uh, She would be, I think, like the crone aspect.
0: Wow. I hope I never. I'm never the crone aspect. True, but the crone,
1: I would argue, is the baddest bitch among them all.
0: Well, I guess crone just means witch, right? Yeah, It's not yeah. like you old crone, like an old hag. Although hag probably means witch, too.
1: Probably. I think crone, like, I mean, I think it does connote older, particularly if you're going by the best stages in life, like a maiden, a mother, and then an old an old hag. Um, but you gotta get in the crone zone. The crone
0: zone? <laughs> anyway, um, so... But let's return back to Allison, the bitch we hate. Right. So basically, like, she has been usurped by Jade in this marriage thing, which is hilarious. Yeah. Like, the concept of a high-profile rich family, like, who has this shit go down at their wedding. Like, oh, the bride is just going to be replaced, like, two days before the wedding. Like, that's not... That's not normal. That's actually like sus as hell. Oh, of course. Of and course. Of course. Like, of course, like all of the napkins and all of the invitations say like Allison and Elliot, um, as Piper points out. And um, yeah, Allison is like bemoaning the fact that like Elliot won't return any of her calls and who the fuck is Jade? And um, basically, she's saying this to the mother. And the mom's like, oh, you know, she's just an old acquaintance of the family. Like, you know, you can't, you can't see Elliot. Like, Elliot is gonna marry this bitch. Like, whether you like it or not, and he does not love you anymore. I know, I
1: know, which devastating. is devastating. <laughs> I love it. Everyone's just like really trashing all over Allison.
0: So all of this is happening at this point. The priest is already dead. The priest is already dead. We've
1: already learned that. Jade is definitely, dem- or people are suspecting that Jade is, like, weird because there's, like, a dressmaker scene and, like, Jade doesn't feel the pin in her flesh.
0: Right. And she doesn't draw any blood whatsoever. Right,
1: right, right, right. And also in the, like, I think in the scene that the father or the, the priest gets murdered or killed, we Allison does see Elliot and um, he's all, like, you know, dopey and dumbed up and Allison's like, don't forget, Elliot, like remember me. It's not too late, da da. And Elliot's just like, uh, the doy? It's very funny.
0: Yeah, Elliot is a fucking idiot. He's like, he's a actually dentist. he's the embodiment of male uh incompetence and uh uselessness that I feel like underpins this show. Cause like the priest can't vanquish Hecate. Yeah, true. The cops can't catch the person who killed him. Like, Elliot is not the writer, the author of his own story no, here. Like Useless bitch. He is a pawn. He's he's a full pawn. Oh, yeah. He's and, not, like, his is, mom sells him to a demon. Exactly. His mom went straight to the pawn shop and pawned that pawn. Right. Um, the stripper, okay, so... Oh, the <laughs> stripper scene!
1: Like, I don't know, man. I don't know about this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so basically, uh, Piper and Phoebe are on the scene when the priest is murdered, and they're interrogated by the police. At this point, they're like, "Okay, I can see all these monogrammed, uh, like invitations, all these monogrammed, like serviettes, and I can see that Allison was supposed to meet, was uh, supposed to marry Elliot." Who the fuck is Jade? So they're on to something, like, weird happening, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So at this point, they're, like, kind of... S- they're snooping. And they're watching the bachelorette party. And um, Prue, a I, Prue, stripper comes in. Prue is in the mix. And I think she... Doesn't she see the fertility statue? Oh, yeah. Prue is there at this yeah, point. Yeah, Prue's
1: in the mix. Because I think they've had, like, a rendezvous back at the house. And they're like, you know, like, team meeting sesh. Let's go snoop. Um, So, yeah, They're snooping. They're at the Bachelorette party, and she sees a fertility statue. And then we get the stripper who comes in, originally supposed to be a pizza guy, but that was his little shtick. It's his little number. Um and then they proceed to eat him and murder him. Which <laughs> I was like, this is a little anti sex worker, no? Like they everyone, everyone in the scene is treating not even a sex worker, he's just a stripper. Just treating the stripper. Kind of, like, a piece of meat. One, because they eat him. And two, because it seems like no one really cares. Like, why didn't the witches try to stop him being murdered?
0: Right. I mean, I guess that would have... Like, them intervening at that point would have uh, prevented them from... I don't know. Like, I get... Like, like I get, helping I get, Allison down the line. Like, I, I get it. Know. Like, there were a
1: lot of people there, or at least a lot of demons there, and maybe he didn't want to make that kind of confrontation, but they could have, they really just kind of watch it and they're like, oh, okay, this is gross, but
0: kind of funny. Um, Right? Yeah. Yeah. They really don't do anything, but that kind of brings me back to my point that all men in the show are useless because, yeah, again, the stripper is just like food. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like women, the the witches are like, oh, well, like that's the cost of business, I guess. Exactly. Um, Exactly. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Like, oh. It happens. It's like, no, it doesn't.
0: (laughs) He's just a stripper after all. He's not a real stripper.
1: Exactly. That was the vibe I got. And I was like, that's not cool, ladies.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know why they didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It seems like Prue at least could have used her eyeballs. Yeah. Or Piper could have frozen. They could have frozen time. Exactly. Yeah. So this is all happening. Yeah, this is all
1: happening. This is, like, where they're like, oh, okay, I guess they're definitely demons, so I guess we definitely have to do something about this.
0: Right. Yeah, that was the whole point of them watching yeah. the demons, was to, was to you know, determine that they actually were demons and not just, like, bitches. Exactly. Um, which they are. They're huge bitches. But I, I was thinking about it, because I was like, okay, I've been, you know, a bitch in my life, no. for sure. No. But I... Shut up. But I've also felt, like, kind of bad about it. Oh, yeah. After. But, like, these demons, they don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. No remorse.
1: Cold hard bitches.
0: Right. So I, I find that kind of compelling and um, interesting because... You know, I I can't, I can't move like that. But good for them for having no shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No shame. No shame in their demon (laughs) game.
1: Exactly. There be no shame in the demon game. Just pride, demonic pride. Um, Right. Yeah, it is. They are role models in a certain way.
0: Uh, Yeah. So basically, after seeing them eat the stripper, right, the sisters return home to start planning uh, what they're going to do about this and. They decide that it's really important to them to bring Allison and Elliot together because one of the ways to vanquish the demon is by a declaration of love.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, what the fuck does that even mean?
0: That's so fucking stupid.
1: Yeah, like, what? <laughs> you know what also vanquishes a demon? Like, chopping off its head. Why don't you try that one?
0: Right. But it's not even what ends up vanquishing the demon. Anyway. I know. I know. Oh, it's what breaks what it, it's what breaks the spell. Oh. Cuz right now Elliot is under the demon's spell. Right. Um and like has completely forgotten about Allison. Right. and he has and he's kind of like Terry shivowing. He it. is he's um, he's, shiving he's, hard. Shiving he's shiving out. He's shiving hard.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, meanwhile, Inspector Trudeau and his buddy are talking about the case. And they're getting a little suspicious as well, because they're like, oh, okay, this priest didn't just fall out the window, he was, like, launched out the window, Uh, and... After his neck was broken. Right, 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 right. So everything's looking, like, a little crazy, and they're like, well, there's only, like, the bride and, like, her, like, I don't know, female attendant in the room, and Trudeau's, like, 120-pound bride, like, launched this priest out of a window and then broke his neck beforehand, so everyone's a little, um, or everyone's, everyone's clueing in to the,
0: to the plot. Right. I mean, I don't know if the chief of police thinks that they're demons, but we know that Andy believes in the supernatural. So he probably thinks that she's actually a demon. Yeah. Or, or least... that people believe she's a demon. Like the priest. Yeah. Believed she was. A yeah. Demon. Or yeah, definitely something is afoot. Right um so before yeah. the um, something something is at f- a foot at charm's length exactly
1: I'm keeping something a
0: foot at charm's length
1: <laughs> that should be that' the, the cat the, the catch line or the phrase for our podcast <laughs>
0: People will be like, what?
1: It would, just, no, 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 it would be, something's afoot at charm's length, dot, 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 dot. That would be <laughs> like our guerrilla marketing campaign. We put stickers that
0: say that all around the city. Right, with like, like you know, nails like scratching down a back, like with the the stripper yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, yeah, 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 yeah. And maybe like a QR code, because like, I don't know, I guess people still use those. <laughs> QR? I, hate QR I codes, know. Man. Especially, I hate them so much, especially. I, no, no, no. Okay, go ahead. You're especially first.
0: I was gonna say, especially at restaurants, Same. we're like, oh, we don't have menus anymore. Here's a QR code. It's like, bitch, fucking print a goddamn menu. Yeah, like, I
1: don't want to. I'm looking at my phone all motherfucking day. I came to the restaurant to read. It's the only reading I'm getting. Give me a
0: menu. <laughs> right. I'm function. I'm basically illiterate. Yeah, this is <laughs> these. This is the only opportunity I have to practice reading. Deciphering letters on a booklet. Yeah, in a book in a book format. <laughs> right, because I can't read books, but I can sure as hell read booklets.
1: <laughs> True. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. So, fuck QR codes at uh, restaurants. That's the. Uh,
0: that's yeah, the main argument here. So cheap. Here. I feel like it became okay. Here's my thing about QR codes. It was definitely in response to COVID. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. we don't want to wash menus. It's a sanitary concern. But then I think they realized like. One, it's easier to change prices because everything has gone up in price, right right? right? right, right, So they can just, like, change the price, like, willy-nilly on an online menu. Two, like, you don't have to waste money on printing all of the changes that you make. Um, and three, they fucking suck.
1: Uh, three, they fucking suck. I will say, (laughs) when you're at a brewery that has, like, a bunch of different beers or, like, if it's, like, kind of more drink-focused establishment, I'm fine with a QR code. Because it does allow some sort of, like, a little bit of nimbleness. Because you can order from the bar and you can just see what you want and you don't have to ask the bartender, all that kind of crap. If it's a sit-down, like, true, like, real meal style and you're giving me a QR code, you better have a fucking iPad on the table so I can look through the menu on a screen of appropriate size.
0: A screen as. A screen
1: as of appropriate sizes.
0: Yeah. Um, otherwise, Mary, get off my screen. As. Exactly. I don't want your Betty R S screen S <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyway, so I can't remember why we talked about that. I don't know but... If you to bad. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so something is a foot at Charm's Length. Yes. And yeah, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> um <laughs> So I want to point out that at the wedding, Prue and Piper, no, Phoebe and Piper look really cute in the catering outfit. They
1: really do. They really do.
0: I love those crop little white jackets and the collar know, bow tie. And the little tails. They had tails? Didn't, didn't the jackets have tails in the back? Maybe like little Maybe tails. Maybe little It was a really anyway, cute Anyway, they looked, it was so cute. Yeah. I would change my whole career to a caterer if I could. A thousand
1: that. percent. A thousand percent agreed. <laughs>
0: um, So before that even happens, I jumped the gun because I just thought about right. that. Uh, so the sisters uh, wrangle Allison and yes. tell them, I think it's Prue, Prue who Yeah, does it initially. Yeah, she has like a, like a, um, like a, like a, like a, uh, like a, uh,
1: a chat at home she invites her into the, the manor and she makes the analogy that they're like the people from Touched by an Angel cause she's like you know that show right. where there's like angels <laughs> and they help someone by the end of it they like you know solve their problem uh, which apparently Touched by an Angel air at the same time as
0: Charmed on another network Right, so they couldn't actually like shout it out.
1: That and a, but it's also like a slight like, hey, you we're like that show that you probably know about that airs against us.
0: Right, I think I saw one episode. Dude, Touch by an Angel. Touch by an angle. Touch by an angle.
1: Um, I touched by <laughs> a, a right angle. Um, no, Touch by an Angel was a good show. I remember I did see one starring I want to say the Masterson brothers. Maybe it was just Danny Masterson or the other one that was on Malcolm in the Middle. Uh who's obviously canceled the, the the one on that 70 show.
0: Yeah. But yeah, the one who's a racist exactly. Danny. yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Uh,
0: but I remember the episode I saw was pretty good and like it was pretty touching and that angel was touching. Yeah, I got touched by. An yeah, angel. Show angel touched touched <laughs> yeah, show me where the angels. I haven't been touched in years. Yeah, show me where the angels touched you with like a little stuffed animal. Yeah, like where did they touch? That
1: touched. that is a Family Guy joke. That's like a really early Family Guy joke.
0: <laughs> that show used to be funny. I know Family Guy. I know the first three seasons. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, very good. Um, so yeah, so Prue is yeah saying like we're like those angels except um. Except we're not angels. I wouldn't call us that. Yeah. And also, we can help you. And she's like, "Why the fuck do you want to help me? You don't even know me." And Prue um, basically tells her that the sisters have a special gift, which is interesting because Prue is usually the one who doesn't want to tell people or like is is tries to hide it the most. Right. I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. like compared to Phoebe, who she always criticizes for being too careless. Um, about flaunting their powers or, like, you know, putting them in a way, in a situation where they could be revealed. Um, but yeah, Prue basically, like, tells them that they have gifts that could help in the situation, and all you need to do is declare your love for him and fight for him at the wedding. Um, all the sisters are at the wedding at this point, the next day. Yes,
1: and this is, this is, like, their plan of action going down, and... Piper and Phoebe are on site as the caterers already. And I think they're supposed to meet Prue at, like, I don't know, a certain spot at a certain time. But they go, Piper and Phoebe go to the mom. And they're like, hey, we know something's up. It seems like you're not necessarily super down with all of this shit that's happening. You know, help us get to your son. And the mother is like, oh, okay, I got you. Meet me in the wine cellar in, like, ten minutes. And we'll go do this motherfucking thing. Uh... Except, when they go to the wine cellar, it's not the mom waiting for them, it's two demon harpy ladies, and the mom right. uh, motherfucking sold them
0: out. Right, I mean, of course, because the mom signed a deal with demons for reasons, for reasons. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so she has to protect herself in this situation. Um, but, you know... Piper and Phoebe, of course, escape the demons. Yes, yes. In the nickelback of time, because as they're running away, like Piper freezes them, and then um, Prue busts open the door and uses her eyeballs to like throw them to the ground, eyeball style. Eyeball style. Um, Are you? And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, as this is happening,
1: they're like running away, and we get we get an interesting scene because. Jade kind of has, as we've mentioned, like a little bit of a demon entourage. One of them is um, named. Her name is Kirsten. Kirsten. Kirsten, yes. And she gives something borrowed to Jade because, you know, something blue, something borrowed, something new, something old. And it's a book. And it's Faust, which I think is funny because, you know, obviously it's a Faustian bargain that uh, the mother uh, made. And Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, I read it the last time it was here. What about my something blue? Kirsten looks over at Grace, the mom, and she's crying. And then Jade says, you're right. Nothing's bluer than the heart of a mother giving away her only son. And then they laugh. And I'm like. <laughs> like
0: That's savage. Exactly. Yeah, they give zero fucks. Yeah. Um, gotta love it. Um, so, yeah. So we get to the actual ceremony where, you know. Jade is walking down the aisle, Elliot is there, and then the priest says, uh, you know, if anyone, like, you know, disagrees with this, please speak now before, you know, that shit. And Allison comes up, makes her declaration of love, and the demon bitch, Jade, like, creates a thunderstorm, and what does she say?
1: What is who, uh, Jade?
0: Jade, she like, when, when uh, Allison declares her love, she she like,
1: go, By Asteria and Percy's, open sky and do your worst. And then she says to Elliot, you're coming with me. Asteria and Percy's, I don't know who the
0: fuck Asteria is. No, me neither. Um, regardless, um, that's like some pretty ballsy, like, I don't give a fuck, I'm a demon. Like, let me just get this bitch out of here. Let me do my Hecate shit and then like bounce from this mortal coil. Exactly.
1: Also, so Asteria and Perseus are uh Hecate's mother and father in Greek myth. Uh,
0: okay. So, yeah, basically um It does is there a scene where Hecate like morphs into her demon form? Yeah, we we and it's about to like get on top of uh Elliot. Yes, and, like,
1: the the athame, or, like, the ritual daggers in the mix. Uh, And, like, Elliot is there, and I think at some point, like, I don't know, Prue uses her eyeballs to get the demons inside the dagger.
0: Right, because, yeah, the dagger falls on the ground, and then Elliot picks it up, and he's just standing there with the dagger. Like a dumb fuck. Like a dumb idiot. And then Prue uses her eyeball to like unleash the dagger's powers. It made no sense. It made no sense.
1: It made no sense. (laughs)
0: Listen, it's like eyeballs
1: can do everything. That's the in the (laughs) chart verse, eyeballs can do everything.
0: I'm like, it would make more sense if she used her eyeballs to move the dagger out of his hand and stab and stab them, but instead it like admits she. The the eyeballs made the dagger emit light. Yeah, or, or power. she could have just like
1: eyeballed it to her own hand and like because she has witch powers it activates its magic or something. That would have been so easily solvable.
0: Yeah, but anyway, all of them are vanquished. Right. Elliot and Allison, um, you know, are together again, and um Prue and the other sisters are leaving the Spencer house, uh which is a crime scene, still. Um, and Andy sees her with the... Uh, Andy sees her. Prue gives her, him back the dagger. And it kind of seems like Andy is on to Prue a little bit about her powers. Right,
1: right, right. Because he's always like, yeah, you You seem to be showing up a lot, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, like, all the problems are magically gone. Exactly.
1: Magically, oh! <laughs>
0: And she's also like, "Here's the dagger back. I no longer." Yeah, see exactly.
1: It. I, I'm finished doing my thing with it. That's nothing unrelated <laughs> to this. That I I just happened to be here for other reasons. <laughs>
0: right. Um. One thing that kind of made me laugh is that before most of this happened, um, Phoebe reveals that she thought Piper was hacking. Right. Right. And was right. Was going to give birth to the demon child, which is. Like, so fucking stupid. So
1: stupid. And, like, they really, like, yeah, Per like, really digs into her of, like, what did you actually see? And, like, what's wrong with you?
0: Yeah. I mean, it was funny because um as I was watching the episode, I'm watching it on Daily Motion. Oh, it's bad because, quality. You know, it was... It's such bad quality. I'm like, is this baby, like, really fucked up? Like, is it a pig child? Uh, A pig man? It just, like, like a red it... baby. It
1: might have had horns. I
0: don't know. Right, I was like, "What is? Is it just that the quality of this is so bad that I can't see it, or is it like really that fucked up?" Um, How are you watching yeah. on Daily Motion? Wow, I watched the first episode. I was like, "Oh, I can't do this." Um, because I refuse to pay for it. Wow, like some people. Yeah, I mean, I'm paying for my content. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I already pay for Crave. I already pay for Discovery Plus. Like, I don't need to pay for more streaming platforms or more media. I, I get it. You got Tyler Perry social. Yeah, yeah you know, you got to limit your medias. Um, <laughs> but that being said, Tyler
1: Perry sure hasn't. Tell me about it. Um, <laughs> tell me a fuck about it. Uh, though I did make a media related purchase because I added like. Um, I wanted to watch cartoons and eat cereal yesterday, so Amazon Prime has, like, a tar- Cartoon Network, like, add-on channel that truly is, like, oh, it has some good shit on there. Pinky and the Brain and a a bunch of the old,
0: like, Batman cartoons and Justice League. It's a good time. Wow. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I never watched Pinky and the Brain. Well, I, I think I did, but I don't remember it at is all. A, it was,
1: it's a good show. Um, I, it's, I remember it being a good show. It was funny.
0: Maybe one day you can share your password with me and I too can enjoy such programs. Yeah, we'll see about that. Okay, well, well yeah, you're a selfish bitch, exactly, so uh, there Exactly, And much like the demons of this um, episode,
1: I have no remorse for it.
0: Wow, well, yeah, you're a shameless, shameless old crow. I'm just a disciple of Hecate. Hecate. <laughs> Hecate. Hecate. Hecate sounds like... It sounds like Katie. Yeah, yeah, or like a Katie. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. With like a C A D Y. It's like it's how you'd pronounce it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice reference. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, uh, anyway. But um for Hikatis. Hotties for Hikades. There you go. I like it. I'm gonna name my firstborn Hikati. Yeah. It'll, her name will be Hikati Hecate Matitis. <laughs> Perfect. I think um, that's the perfect name for a little girl. Yeah,
1: exactly. The perfect um. name for a little girl.
0: <laughs> and a grown woman. Oh, too. of course. And a full um,
1: grown-ass woman.
0: Because, you know, when you're raising a child, you're really raising an adult. Yeah, I think of children as little adults. That's why I employ them to do my labor. I don't even employ them. I just exploit them. Nice. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's the end of the yeah, it is people. All right. And normally I would say go to our t- Tyler Perry social medias. We don't have those. Yeah. We are doing nothing we're, to remedy that situation. Dude, we're but off the grid. We're off the grid. We're off the grid. Isn't that exciting? Supes it's, exciting. A yeah, it's, a, it's a fun adventure. It's a fun adventure off the grid. Yeah. Bring your compasses, your trail mix. Yeah, you don't like, even know where you're going. In.
1: That grid's gone. You
0: don't know. It's gone. You have to chart your own path. Exactly, uh, and in the spirit of
1: charting one's own path, we can say that you can um, do that by uh, by which I mean charting your own path uh, by rating and review us on <laughs> Apple Podcasts and whenever wherever you find your podcast actually. And as is the Pod Paul, by rate us and review us, I mean um, five stars and a positive for review because. That's yeah. the pot. Ball. I mean, obviously, obviously. I feel like. The and last... also, have you heard yeah. us? I feel like the last fifty-five-ish minutes of your life have been pretty fucking good. So yeah. throw a bitch a bone.
0: And and we know that if you could rate us ten stars out of five, you would.
1: Right. We know that,
0: but you can't we, because limitations.
1: Technology has only advanced so far.
0: Yeah, it's racist and it's homophobic, but we won't get into that. That's the topic of our. Yeah, next we
1: episode. were gonna be here all day.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, thank you for joining us on this fine day. Oh,
1: wow. Again. <laughs> it's just your, the tone of your voice changes when I know you
0: don't remember it. <laughs> Which is every single Which time. Which is every single time. So, it's triggering. Um, so so until next time. Stay, stay outrageous. Out-rages. There you go. Bye. Bye.